One of my favorite ways to unwind is by playing a game on my phone while I relax on the couch. And June's Journey is my new favorite as it combines several of my favorite things, finding hidden items, decor and design, and solving a murder. In June's Journey, you dive into June's captivating quest to uncover a scandalous hidden family secret while discovering the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. As you uncover clues, you also get to build your own island estate with expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. You get to collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. You get to chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. So can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode contains adult themes and is not appropriate for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, the world. This is They Will Kill, a true crime podcast. I'm Sadiac. And I'm Courtney Eck. And we are sisters, and we really love to talk to you about murder. We do. We also love to enunciate. I'm pretty sure I just said, like, some mushy version of Courtney Eck. My name is Courtney. (laughs) Just for the record. (laughs) In case you were wondering. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll just jump right in. Yeah. Tell us what you got, Court. I will tell you. (laughs) I know, it's not about me, but if if for some reason you want to... um, follow up with some verbal assault. My name is Courtney X C O U R T anyway. Um Yeah, so this case I am pretty sure I found this on Reddit months a couple months ago. I would say months because we've only been around for like five months. But within those five months I've been working on this case for a long time because I found it, I read about it. It was like, well this one is crazy. This is a crazy case. And then fast forward there's very little available on it. I have a tendency to jump into cases when I read that there's like a 2020 episode or so, you know, because I'm like, worst case scenario, I'll watch the episode and I'll fill in any blanks that I have. Well, there have been a couple of shows about this case, none of which are available online anywhere whatsoever. So, Uh, you know, I think we should make it a priority to like, Petition the government to make all true crime shows give us the full archive. Change.org backslash. (laughs) Put 2020, all 2020 episodes should be available pre-2010. Because that's the shit we're really looking for here, people. (laughs) Put aside all of the other very important things in the world that need to change. (laughs) Yeah. We got to push this one right up to the front. This is our 2021 agenda. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. Luckily, the best information about this case is available, but I won't be able to fill in the blanks if you're like, where did he buy those pants? I don't Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. And there are no pants in the story. Anyway. (laughs) No, nobody wears pants. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's one of the most interesting things about it. They're all all poo bear in it. <laughs> if you don't know what poo bearing it means, it's like Winnie the Pooh because he doesn't wear pants. So it's a term <laughs> that yeah. is commonly used to describe someone not wearing pants. <laughs> okay. Uh, starting off strong. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. All right. So now for the murder, for, the, for what we're all here for. 
So in late 2005, Candy Williams met Jovan Collier on a beach in St. Petersburg, Florida, and it was the chance romantic encounter she'd been dreaming of her whole life. She was thrilled, thinking her search for love was over, and within three months they were living together and planning a wedding. She said, quote, It was a whirlwind. We hit it off that day. It was really quick. He was very charming, a smooth talker, sweet, you know, funny. Their meeting was well-timed as they'd both recently moved to the area and could build their new lives together. They had a lot in common and had both experienced a lot of loss in their lives. Quote, I've been through a lot of tough times, lots of death in the family. That first day at the beach, he told me that his parents had been killed in a tragic car accident by drunk drivers. He had always felt like he was missing something, she added. Candy was thrilled to finally have someone to share her life with and said that she'd felt she'd finally met her match. The perfect veneer began to crack, however, when Candy learned that Jovan had actually been married twice before and had two children. He told her he'd been making trips to Indiana to visit one of his children, but eventually Candy found out that he was also trying to rekindle his relationship with that child's mother, who was his second wife, which led to them breaking up briefly. Hmm. Yeah. That's no good. I was going to say, like, I don't know, I'm sure it happens, but romantic, like, beach rendezvous. I Florida, like, exactly. I know, I know. (laughs) And I have one of those very cliche love at first sight marriages. Like, no shit. The second I saw my wife, I was like, there she is. But no, I did too. I totally did too. Yeah, you definitely did. But we kept that shit to ourselves for at least like six months. Right. And I didn't meet him on a beach in Florida. (laughs) No, I did meet my wife in a cafe in the Jane Hotel in New York City. (laughs) I'm rolling my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) True story, guys. Um, Anyway, I agree with you. I totally agree. Three months in, planning a wedding, living together, etc. Put on the brakes a little bit, guys. Mm Mm-hmm. After they'd gotten back together, Jovan revealed that he'd lied about his parents dying in a car accident and that he'd actually been tracked down by his birth mother in Atlanta five years before. So five years previous to meeting Candy, he had rekindled a relationship with his birth mother Mm. and he'd not told her about that. Instead, he'd pretended that his parents were dead. Okay. That is when you leave him. That's enough lies. And that's the the end of the story. Yeah. Yes. Too many lies. Like. Yes, especially something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess there's, ex- I don't know. That's a or, bit, that's a big one. Unless you're, unless that person had abused you and you pretend they sure. died for those reasons, mm-hmm. but. Okay, well, at least you slow it down. You don't like continue to. Yeah, full steam ahead. Right. Okay. Referring to his birth mother, he said when she first reached out, quote, I figured she was looking for a kidney or the blocks had fallen out from under the trailer. He thought that her expectations would be that she was looking for some kind of a handout. Mm -hmm. In reality, his birth mother was a successful real estate agent and was married to a plastic surgeon, and he traveled to Atlanta frequently to visit her. Quote, we had a nice reunion, he said. For 37 years, I didn't know where I came from, except for what people told me. Like, quote, your mother's a whore. You hear that as a kid. It sticks with you and you believe it. Jovan and his adopted mother got along famously at first. He spent a lot of time with her, even living with them while he worked in an investment group in Atlanta, and she took him around to meet her country club friends and the rest of his family, which he loved. Jovan and Candy reconciled, and he moved back in with her in August of 2008 after he got a job for a construction company in the area. Candy said he was spending a ton of time on the computer and finally kicked him out for good when she found his profile on two dating sites. 
As soon as Jovan moved out, he started sending Candy hundreds of emails. At first, the emails were pleading and loving, quote, You are the love of my life, and I've been so happy to have found you. Please see how this is a really big misunderstanding. When Jovan's sweet words and pleading didn't work, his messages became increasingly threatening. Mm -hmm. Quote, I hope your world caves in, he wrote. I hope all your pets die. I hope the house falls down while you're in it. I hope you get into a physically altering car crash. (laughs) (laughs) It's very specific. It's very specific. (laughs) He also posed as other people, his ex-wife, his children, friends. He once pretended to be an Atlanta therapist, saying Jovan had checked out early from mental health treatment, and the clinic hoped Candy would help persuade him to return. So just getting inundated, him pretending to be all these other people in his life to manipulate her into taking him back, basically. It's intense. It's so intense. Quote, when we talked the other day, he sounded different than I have ever heard in his voice before. One email reportedly from a friend in the drywall business in Indiana read, quote, <laughs> like he has some serious goals and something about stepping up and growing up and proving himself to not just you, but everyone really have been pulling for you guys. Wow. Yeah. And she was like. Cool. Uh, I'm con- I'm convinced. Just kidding. Yeah, she right? did not say that. No. Good. Other women would, though. Mm-hmm. I've had friends who were like, but he said this. Friend said he misses me. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, God, don't fall for it. His behavior escalated, and he began sending things to her home. Flowers, sex toys, and a dead piglet. Oh, my God. Like, what would you do if you opened up your Amazon box <sighs> and there's a dead piglet inside? <sighs> that's i mean oh god yeah very specific very specific abuse this guy is writing on her i mean like where do you get a piglet how does number one yes but i mean i don't yeah no no he also created profiles for her on sex sites using her name and address and men began showing up at her house for dates god that's like... really crossing the line. Yeah. Unless you want a sexy, like, surprise drop in <laughs> from a stranger. No. Nobody wants that. No. I if mean, they maybe... do, they can set that up for themselves. Well, exactly. Clearly. Yeah. Right. Jovan is your man if that's what you want. Mm-hmm. She got a restraining order after he threatened her with a knife in public. And Candy said, quote, I would sleep two, three hours a night. Mm-hmm. I would be sitting on the couch watching doors. God. And to that, imagine. I say, I fucking believe it. Yes. No. I would never sleep again. No. One day, Candy received an email that Jovan had hanged himself in an Orlando hotel, and she reached out to his birth mother to confirm whether or not it was true. Quote, I called and Joe stepped in and answered the phone. He's like, quote, well, you know about the murders, don't you? Well, and I was, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And right then, I could feel that all the blood just, like, drained from me. The blood just drained from me, too. (laughs) (laughs) You know about the murders, right? No, I don't. Don't Murders, plural. No. no. I mean, do tell me. But if I was her, I'd be like, I don't want to know. I'm leaving the country. I know. It's already dead piglet, sexy Mm -hmm. surprise strangers. Knife. Knife. Multiple mm-hmm. emails from multiple mm-hmm. people trying to manipulate you, and then physical altering car crash threats. Thir- yes, and then ta da! <laughs> oh, God. Murders. 
So while Jovan and his mother had a great relationship, her family and husband had grown suspicious of him over time and reached out to a private detective to look into his past. Good. The detective said, quote, there was just something different about him. The birth mother's husband thought there needed to be some background checked out. What they found was more awful than they ever could have imagined. <sighs> so back to the beginning. Hans Zimmer was a German immigrant who moved to Chicago as a young adult, where he married his wife, Sally, and they later adopted two sons, Peter and Perry. When Peter was a freshman in high school, the family moved from Wakanda, Illinois, to Mineral Point, Wisconsin, a move Peter was less than thrilled about, despite the fact that he was instantly popular with his new peers. They lived in a farmhouse a few miles out of town, and Peter ran track in his spare time. The family had only been in Wisconsin for two months when a counselor at his new high school received a call from someone in his previous town claiming that Peter told them he was going to kill his entire family. Sheriff's deputies went to the Zimmer home, and one of the first responders said, quote, I have been involved in well over 100 homicide investigations, and this is the only case that I have ever had bad dreams about. They found Peter's father dead on the back porch, having been shot five times. Oh, man. Peter's mother had been stabbed to death and, quote, the knife went through the thickest part of the skull above the ear and completely penetrated the skull. Uh, Wow. Yes. After she was stabbed to death, she was carried behind a shed and a rosary was placed on her body. The most disturbing discovery, because that wasn't the most disturbing, was Peter's 11-year-old brother, Perry, who they found dead from over 25 stab wounds and was covered in defensive wounds. Mm. Quote, this little boy really bothered me, the deputy said. He put up such a fight to try and save his life to no avail. God. It was immediately clear that Peter had committed the murders as the family car was missing and he was nowhere to be found. It didn't take police long to find Peter, and unfortunately Wisconsin law at the time wouldn't allow him to be tried as an adult for his heinous crimes, And he was found, quote, delinquent for the crimes instead of guilty. Oh, no. How old was he? 14. Okay. So he was young. Yes. And what year was this? Or like decade? This is in the 80s. Okay. Yeah. He was instead sentenced to just over a year for each murder and was sent to the Ethan Allen School for Boys. Oh, no. While he was incarcerated, he met a 19-year-old woman named Belinda who was volunteering there, and the two fell in love. God, stop it. If you work in a prison or a juvenile facility... Don't fall for it, guys. Don't. Just set your boundaries. There are plenty of other people out there in the world, even if the people in the prison are great. Like, that's not the place you meet your love. I mean, if they're hot, maybe. (laughs) Or rich. Yeah. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Quote, he was charming. I was like his princess. God. I didn't think about it that much, she said about his crimes. I mean, I concentrated on who he was now. I believe in second chances. No. If your boyfriend stabbed his mother through the skull. Right. You should think about his crimes. If he hit his mother, you should think about his crimes. If he did, think about his crimes. Right. Brutally stabbed his baby brother to death. Yes, okay. and That's, he's only been in, think about that. Yeah, he was only sentenced to three years in this home, and so he hasn't changed because mm-hmm. it's only been like six months. <sighs> Peter was released when he was nineteen, 
And because he'd never been tried for his family's murders, he was also able to inherit a $177,000 trust from their deaths. Oh my God. And move on with his life as if nothing had happened. Oh my God. Yes. That's ridiculous. Uh Uh-huh. But you guys, the system works. It's great. Everything is perfectly intact. Mm -hmm. It never fails. No, never. The two married and had a daughter named Nicole who never knew about her father's crimes as a child. Quote, it's not something that I was ever prepared for. When I found out about his past, I wasn't sure how to feel. Why? Well, yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) If Papa Eck has somehow slaughtered his whole family... I, I'm i pretty sure I would know how to feel bad. I would feel bad about it. <laughs> I'd feel it. confused. I'd feel worried. I'd feel very upset. Right. She added, quote, I wasn't sure if I should be mad at him or scared of him. I had no idea how I should be with him. Both. I, all of those. Yes. Things. Yes. Awful. That is an mm-hmm. awful thing to find out about your parent. Yeah. In 1994, Peter married his second wife, Leah, and they had a son together. They moved to her home state of Indiana... Mm-hmm. And I'm live scared. there, and live there until their divorce in two thousand five. Okay, so he marries Belinda, the lady from the his juvenile facility. Yes, they divorce at some point. Yes. Okay. And then now he marries. Where? Yep. Nineteen eighty four. He married Leah. They had a son, and they moved back to Indiana. He also changed his name, so I forgot to mention that once he got out of the, the home, he changed his name from Peter Zimmer to Jovan Collier. And if you're going to pick a new name, that is a quite a name to pick. <laughs> I know. Right? Jovan. Jovan. It's so 90s, too. It's mm-hmm. like, what's yes. the name of that men's cologne? God CK1. damn it. CK1. No. Yes. That's what I would have named myself. <laughs> CK1. CKB, because that was the more androgynous one. Mm-hmm. CK1 was definitely superior to CKB. Everyone yeah, would get CKB as a gift and be like, mm, mm-hmm. cool. I would have named myself Vanilla Fields. Vanilla. I don't know. Way out of left field with that one. Good job. Thanks. Oh, God. What was that? Anyway, somebody's listening to this. this. I want to go. Keep going. What were you thinking? Well, there's like cool water, but then there was also like um, Jovan something. And there's Jean Nate. That was a female (laughs) fragrance. Mandy, my best friend from childhood, worn Jean Nate. (laughs) <laughs> she also somehow got roped into um i think it's called like a red door like elizabeth arden's red door which is very okay. much like an elderly woman fragrance but yeah. i think probably like her grandma gave her so anyway yeah but there's funny. definitely oh dracar noir duh yeah, that's what i see yes yes yeah. i would have mm-hmm. named myself my name myself dracar <laughs> So, Jovan had a couple of construction businesses over the years, and one ended in bankruptcy. After Candy learned of Jovan's shocking past, she obtained an injunction against him, which charged him with misdemeanor stalking and also brought the story of his family's murders to the police. Mm. Jovan learned of this, and his harassment intensified. Oh, no. Quote, what comes around goes around, so just remember that, he wrote to her. Oh, no. You took my life from me, and I'm very lost and angry at you for that. I am here in St. Pete, and I hope to hell I run into you. You messed me over, and I will pay you back, your rep, your job, all of it. Chills, major time, terrifying chills. 
Prosecutors charged him with felony stalking, and U.S. Marshals were able to track him down in a hotel in Georgia where he was staying with his new girlfriend, who claimed to know nothing about his awful past. This guy is, like, the girlfriend machine. Right. They all are. They all are. I I mean, you think about, like, all of them. Yeah. I can all, yeah. Yep. They get the ladies. Yeah. It's mind-boggling. Yeah. Ladies, you can do better. Just... Yep. I... God, sometimes I'm so glad I'm gay. <laughs> it's not without its unique challenges, sure. but oy, yeah. yeah. Our group of girlfriends is like, what, seven of us? And we're all very, very best friends. And it's not easy for a straight girl. I, no. I do not envy you. And I'm really sorry when you have to date like murdering sociopaths. <laughs> I've been pretty lucky, I think. We'll see. You have been pretty lucky. I mean, you have some like <laughs> weird ones, some sort of like losery ones, but knock wood. Yeah, I'm the right. one who's dated sociopaths. <laughs> <laughs> now that I talk about it, like yeah. you've had, you've had much better run than I have. Yeah. I dated actually crazy people and some really good ones, but yeah. I just can't imagine like you get this new guy and you're so happy and you're like in Georgia in a hotel, like having a romantic weekend and then U.S. Marshals show up uh-uh. and you're like... Oh, yeah. Bummer. Bummer, yeah. stalking, murder, etc. Also, thank God. That's it's a hard way to learn that lesson, but you know, like, yeah. okay. She, like, yeah, this, she got off pretty easy. Yep. Right. Yep. So, in May of 2010, Peter was sentenced to three and a half years for aggravated stalking and spent time in a Florida prison. Well, that's kind of, I'm actually, I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm a little bit impressed that he did time for that. Same. When I, yes, when I read about this, I was like, oh, thank God. And three and a half years is a pretty long time for stalking. It's a really hard charge to prove. I mean, I think after that much stalking, it gets a lot easier. But yeah, stalking is not an easy one. And so I was also impressed. But then, so, (laughs) so that's where the story ended. And then I was combing back through. I'm serious when I say I've spent months just kind of trying to find other information. But that's that's the end of the story. Until I find this random other article that said, So Javan was arrested again for stalking in Waco, Texas in 2014. So he went to prison in 2010 for three and a half years. I'm not sure if he spent the entire three and a half years, but I'm pretty sure that he did. So that in 2014... So at the least, he's been out for like six months. At the most, he's been out for what? We'll say like two years. Right. So he was arrested for stalking again in Waco, Texas in 2014 after his fiance broke up with him after her friend saw him on the show, I Dated a Psycho, which I couldn't find. Uh. I couldn't find it. He'd been seeing another woman at the same time who'd also broken up with him and she'd helped police set up a sting to catch him and he was apprehended in the parking lot of a restaurant. Holy shit. He spent just two weeks in jail, but had to wear an ankle monitor until he returned back to Orange County, California, and sign a lifetime protective order for the three women who participated in his arrest and capture. Wow. So they were like, okay, you only have to spend two weeks in jail, but you have to go back to California and these women have a life. Yes. Lifetime protective order. So he just right back out there, right back on it. And guess what, guys? He's a currently a free man. Ooh, and he has ties in Indiana, Courtney. He does. Very close, actually. He, and we're doing a podcast that we put out there with his name on it. Yep. Precisely. <laughs> Shit. Yep. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. He, w- he lived in, I think it was Marion, like really close to me, too. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. There's a Reddit thread. If you find a Reddit thread about him, I won't talk about what it is, but there's, and it's full, just full speculation, but mm-hmm. there's a Reddit thread about him and how he, they think. It's all not substantiated in any way whatsoever, but this Reddit thread claims that he could be a very famous killer. So it's spooky. But that, and that's where that ends. I hunted down that thread too, and it, it goes absolutely nowhere, but it's right. an interesting, it's interesting. Interesting. Well, mm-hmm. so. Do we know where he is right now? Like, no. No. <laughs> I'm so but scared. I think he's in California. I'm pretty sure he's in California. Okay. But when a friend's wife asked him why he killed his family, he said it was because his father beat him, his mother didn't protect him, and he was jealous of his brother whom his parents considered the perfect son. Fuck me. That's just... But that's, that's it. Other than that, no no one's ever been able to get any information out of him about why he killed his entire family. Wow. The end. That the end. is the kooky-ass story of Peter Zimmer slash Jovan Collier slash wow. Drakkar Noir. <laughs> Hopefully that's what he changes his name to again. Yep. I would. Uh, what would wow. you change your name to if you had to change your name? Me right now? Or yeah. me like as a teenager? At, you uh, right now. What would I change? That's a very interesting question. Yeah. Um, I always wanted to be named Jesse as a little kid. Ooh, you want to hear a spooky story? Listener, Sadie knows the story. When I was three years old, I used to tell my mom that my name was Jesse before. And that my name was Jesse when I lived on her ribs. Uh, that's so is that so creepy? And my mom, who's like a total woo-woo hippie back then, she's still a hippie, but now she's like more of a like Jesus hippie, was like, tell me more about that totally instigating my creepy ass reincarnation, spooky yeah. Jesse bullshit. So yeah. So creepy. So creepy. So when I was when I was little and we'd play house or whatever, my name was always Jesse because it had been in a previous life. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Yeah, what would you what would you change your name to? I don't know. I've always really liked my name. I know. Sadie is her name is Sadie Ray. Amazing. Yeah. Adorable, classic, timeless. And I thought my name was cool until I moved to California out of high school and every single motherfucking person I met was named <laughs> Courtney. Yeah. I don't know that I would change I mean I'm trying to think of something clever, but Yeah. Probably like, fields. Probably. It's beautiful. <laughs> when we were little, we got two black cats, and mom named asked what I wanted to name them, and I said, "Rainbow and Balloon." And she said, <laughs> "Well, they're black." And I was like, "Well, Black Rainbow and Black Balloon." <laughs> Clearly, mom. but mom insisted that we name them Mocha and Sable, which <laughs> were much more appropriate names for two black cats. But yeah, my oh. oldest when we got Harvey the puppy, who is amazing. Everybody just oh my god, FYI, he's, he's the best. He's puppy. probably the best dog I've ever met. That's not hyperbole. I've never no. met a better dog, and he's a yeah. puppy. Yeah, he's such a lovely little thing. But I asked my oldest what <laughs> what we should name him. And the first thing out of his mouth was scallop. Yes, you know, like the sea creature. But do you think he was referring to the street sea creature or like the design? feature because <laughs> well, no, he's it, kind I mean, of got like... scallopy fur so yeah it's hard no. to know with him he's, i know he's pretty precocious but he's... i think he was thinking of the sea creature and he was like it's the same color and i was like how do you even know what a scallop that little color son of is? a bitch yes he makes those abstract connections he always mm-hmm. has he's so brilliant yep. i know so, <gasps> so yeah. what you guys 
We'll start a thread on Instagram. Name. What, would, what would you change your name to now? And what would you have changed your name to in the 90s or like as right. a teenager? Yeah. Tell us more about what fragrances you wore in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, your parents. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ask I, your parents about it if you're, you were not born yet in the 90s. I was a full Debbie Gibson's electric youth girl. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. With yeah. the little neon swirly curly cute down the middle of it. <laughs> Uh, everything oh, in the man. 90s was like a clear thing with a neon thing inside of it like the phone we had a yep. had the clear phone that you could yes. see all the guts in it yep the Debbie that. and that's really it just those the two jelly things. shoes with the glitter in them oh yes there you go clear mm-hmm. thing with stuff inside of it yeah i'm sure there's more yeah well wow courtney now i'm afraid i'm like legitimately afraid of my life yeah and... i know i you, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to speculate because this guy is like free and yeah. roaming around. But the chances of him just killing his family and then and being predatory like he has been. Yes. Like, there's just the chances of him not having killed more people. seems really. Bingo, bango. Yes. Right. God. Yeah. The guy. Yeah. He's just like classic personality disorder. There's not much yeah. more to say about it. We don't even need to speculate about it. But no. he clearly is a sociopath or a psychopath. Clearly. Right. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Wow. So well, once again, the system is just top notch. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss to the system. You guys yep. did it again. Uh, <laughs> Justice was served. Oi, oi, oi. Let's work on that, everybody. Yeah. Let's work good. on it. Let's reallocate resources to other programs that will protect people instead of letting clear sociopaths and psychopaths free on the streets and then murdering innocent people yeah I, call I me crazy <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy call me joe van collier but <laughs> wow well yeah. good work man thanks I mean, man it's a very interesting story it's you know you, i would love to know more yeah um, you can't there's literally no. nothing else to know I about it. it yeah i believe yeah. it hey if anybody out there has that show what was the show called again i dated a psycho yeah there's also have it yeah there's also 2020 about him there were also like tons of little mini clips about him none of them available we live in the digital age i know why i know why don't we have like there's no reason why every single episode of 2020 shouldn't be available tell me about it let me pay for it i know i'll pay you six dollars for one episode i know well you can go back to 2010 that's it that's where it ends Wow. I tried. I tried stealing it. <laughs> it just does not exist. Yeah. Well, bummer. You know, still a fascinating story. Thanks for nothing, Reddit. Yeah. Always taking me down these creepy holes. No, I was horribleness this morning and I was working on one story and then I came across another one and I was like, well, shit. Yeah. Balls. I know. I know. It's usually what happens. I have just endless emails to myself because of exactly Mm -hmm. that. That's what happens. You start researching a story and you're like, ah, whoa, ah, no way. Just keep emailing them to myself and then I lose those emails. So, Well, I have a Google Doc. That's what I do. When I start one or I look at one that I'm interested, I just write it down so I can go back. Yeah. Take it from us, the podcast We got this shit dialed in. No <laughs> problems, no hiccups ever. No, no. well-oiled machine. Yep. No, the, pe- um, the first thing people ask me whoa, when they want to talk about the podcast is, "Do you ever run out of things to talk about?" I'm like you, you would be so shocked at how much 
crazy shit is out there. It is mm-hmm. endless. It's endless. Well, and I'm always amazed when we come across some of these cases that have barely been covered or have never been covered. Same, same Z's. Yep. And the podcast, it's it gives me hope. You know, I worried that the reason why the, a lot of the podcasts cover the same stories is because there just wasn't yes. a lot available. But that's just not true at all. Not, not even a little bit. Wow. There you go. Um, there you go. I want to talk about Unsolved Mysteries, the new. Oh yeah. Reboot. Have you been watching it? I only watched the first episode. And dude, it's so good. Hole in the goddamn roof. How? What? What? Well, and for some reason, what? my Netflix played them to me backwards. I don't know why, but I started at the end. I didn't realize, but yeah, hole in the roof, man. You guys, what? How? Tell us about it. There's a really good UFO episode that I'm (gasps) terrified Mm -hmm. of UFOs. It was my big fear as a kid. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, it's still probably because of that. I, there's nothing scarier to me than UFOs. And this is like UFO abduction and an entire multiple towns experience the same thing. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it. My friend. It's a really good. Gannon was texting me about it and he thinks that the hole was planted interesting theory it is interesting but how would you do that i don't know you'd have to shove something down yeah drop a boulder from above and then get rid of the bull i don't know yeah well go watch it everybody tell us tell us about it yeah if you haven't already he also loved the ufo episode which i haven't watched yet yeah it's really good yeah laura's not gonna watch that with me so I have to wait for a free moment, which... Is come... she afraid of UFOs? She just isn't down with spooky stuff at all. Not at all. Well, even, that... the, even the podcast, she came upstairs yesterday after listening to the Shanda Share episode. And she was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed she's still, hung... she's still hanging in there. Well, it's... Listening. Yeah, it's funny because that was one of the things that we bonded on in the beginning of our relationship was like, we both like true crime and serial killers and stuff. And then... She just did not know how far I could, one person could take it. <laughs> we met, we found her limit pretty quickly. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Ryan's boss listens to the podcast and he tries to talk to Ryan about it. Ryan's like, I don't know. I, don't, I can't listen to it. It ruins my life. So I'm glad other people enjoy it, but I yep. don't. <laughs> yep. You're on your own. Yep. Yes, he's very supportive of me doing this, but he doesn't have to listen with his ears. No, that's, it's very healthy to set that boundary. Yes. <laughs> I don't blame him. Nope. Uh, yeah, I think he got 13 or 14 episodes in and had to give up, so that's, I don't blame him. Yeah, he got out just in the nick of time, too. I think shit got real dark after that. <laughs> yeah, yep. Gloves came off and we're like, all right, guys, here we go. <laughs> I know that next episode that I have cooking, I'm doing two in a row, you guys. The next one is, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, forget about it. I really had to search my soul, but it's important. It's just a case that's not been talked about, and it's horrifying. So there's something to look forward to. Yeah. If you've been looking for a reason to ruin your own life, it's coming right down the pipeline. Yeah, yeah. Yuck. Anything else? No. Any businesses? I think that's it. I think, well, other than... This is the last Saturday episode for free, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to continue to hear us twice a week, head over to Patreon. Some people have had a hard time 
finding it when like if you go to patreon and search for us mm-hmm. i don't know why it, it i can't recreate it because i'm logged in as right a, the creator but um so on our instagram uh, in the bio you can click that link also on our website there's it says support us on the home page click there and it'll send you over if you're having a hard time finding it yeah patreon's um, not the most intuitive site on the entire world no it isn't at all Mm-mm. it's actually kind of maddening anything else no just find us on instagram facebook and twitter at they will kill we might get a baby shadow ban because we said another i just like posted a funny meme on monday to post it because it made me laugh and boom 600 <laughs> likes so our, our dear friend Jarrett, who is a social media whiz he actually does social media for my company and he's just brilliant he's like sent me this amazing long thread of information about how that works and shadow banning is not really a thing and just algorithm sending likes to that post instead of your subsequent but anyway yeah i it's fine i think it's kind of cool or weird or whatever yeah it's interesting i think it's mostly interesting how that works because i'm so not in the world of social media no not whatsoever so yeah what makes something more popular than other things Mm -hmm. so my innocent meme might limit our exposure for the next couple of days we'll see what happens <laughs> so yeah, yeah check us out on social media thank you aj bergens for the music you little uh, darling face yeah our website they will kill.com gamail us at yep. <laughs> i don't know yeah uh, gamail us. They, they, <laughs> they will kill podcast at gamail.com yep rate review subscribe yes please and remember fuck man just if you meet somebody on the beach exactly. and they love you and they want they want to like have a romance that's great do it yeah have so much fun live your life yolo or whatever right give it a year before you get married yes At minimum minimum six months before you say i love you is safe mm-hmm. you're gonna feel it it's gonna burn inside of you you're gonna know mm-hmm. it without mm-hmm. a shadow of a doubt you're going to go home and tell your friends, I just met the one. I'm going to marry this person. That's fine. Yep. Tell your friends. Yes. Get it, Exercise it. Talk about it that right. way so that you don't say it to the person, so that you don't do some crazy shit. <laughs> yep. Oh. Yeah. There was one time, I, <laughs> this is a total, total side story. I was in line at a restroom in a, in a bar in Chicago, and this 21-year-old girl was standing in line with me, and she was like, this guy really wants me to go home with him. I'm really considering it. I think I think it would be really fun because he's much older. He's 24. And so I th- really think that <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Oh, God. She's like, but I also really want a pizza. <laughs> and I, like, had this urgency, like a, like a fucking Italian grandmother or something, and, like, was like, do not go home with him. Yeah. Get the pizza. I cannot <laughs> express to you how little this individual knows about life at the age of 24. Right. He seems so old and so wise, but he is not. And you should get the pizza. Mm-hmm. And so she went to the restroom and she came out and she it's like one of the greatest woman power moments in my life. And she looked at me and she's like, I've thought about it. I'm getting the fucking pizza. Fuck yes. Woo, 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 woo. Uh, Remember, guys, go get the pizza. Get the pizza. Get, get the, the pizza. pizza. Yep. And remember to get the pizza. You're worth it. <laughs> yes. Yes. If they're, if you meet the person, you think they're the right person, 
they will wait for you after right. the pizza has been That's consumed right. and you Give fall your asleep, digits, go home, a little drunk, full, yep. happy, had a night with the girls. Life is yep. good. Get got flirted with. Got flirted get with the pizza. Get the pizza. Mm-hmm. All right, we love you. Love Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.